And just a few thoughts. Uh, a new Christmas song that uh, I think was from 2020 from last year by a fellow by the name of Matthew West entitled, We Need Christmas. Let me share just a few of the words to that, uh, <coughs> that Christmas song, uh, some of the lyrics. Uh, he writes, we need Christmas now more than ever to bring us together. We need Christmas, come on December, help us remember, we need Christmas now more than ever. The joy, the peace, and the hope that love can bring, and the bells hear them ring, let every angel sing, oh, we need Christmas. And if there's ever a time where we need Christmas, it's right now. That was written 2020 during the midst of uh, uh, the pandemic and uh, we need Christmas every year, but especially when we think about what we've gone through in the last couple of years, we desperately need Christmas. Our world, our lives have changed since the last time we met here for a candlelight Christmas service. We did not meet last year. We did two years ago. Just think about the, the changes that we've experienced in those two years because of COVID-19 and a worldwide pandemic. And as much as we would like to wave a magic wand to make it go away, uh, put our head in the sand or get on an airplane and fly somewhere, and uh, you'll find COVID there as well, so we can't get away from it. Uh, we need Christmas. We've learned a whole new vocabulary in the last uh, couple of years. Words like social distancing. Quarantine, spike proteins, Delta variant, Omicron variant. We've learned about the government agencies with the alphabet soup abbreviations, the CDC, the FDA. We've become familiar with the pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson and Merck. We've become familiar with vaccines and we've become familiar with boosters but they want to focus on one word tonight in this new vocabulary that we've all come to know, and it's the word efficacy, E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y, efficacy. I looked it up in the dictionary. The definition is the power or capacity to produce the desired effect. There's a second definition, and I like it because it's much simpler. It's one word. Efficacy means effectiveness. And so as uh, the pharmaceutical companies came out with their uh, vaccines, um, they began to um, boast about the efficacy. And so Pfizer, Pfizer said 91% efficacy. And Moderna came out and said 90% efficacy, effectiveness. Sorry if you've got some Johnson & Johnson fans out here. 72% efficacy. And so we began to learn about all these, these terms and, and how effective these shots were. And then we began to ask the question, well, how long does that effectiveness or efficacy last? And then they began to tell us, well, after about six months, mm, not so well. And so now we began to learn about boosters. And so uh, efficacy I don't want to be a bearer of bad news on Christmas Eve, but I'm going to start with the bad news, and then we're going to get the good news. The bad news is no matter how many shots you get, no matter how many vaccines you get, we are all going to 
die someday. That's the inevitable. And the Bible talks about that. Romans chapter 5, verse 12, the Apostle Paul writes, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, Adam, and death through sin, in this way death came to all people because all have sinned. And so the Apostle Paul tells us, uh, all of us, someday, unless Jesus returns in our lifetime, we are all going to die. Hebrews 9, 27, it is appointed unto man once to die. In one sense, we could say that we are all infected and born with a virus. It's called the sin virus. We inherited it from Adam. David writes about it, the, the psalmist David in Psalm 51, verse 5. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. And so every person born on the planet since Adam and Eve have been born with a sin nature, with a sin problem, with a sin virus. And the good news is that the solution for our sin problem is the story of Christmas. It's the rescue story. It's a, a story of redemption. That Jesus came, and as the uh, uh, cantata writer John W. Peterson put it a number of years ago, born to die that man might live, came to earth, new life to give. He came to earth with the, the purpose-driven life. For the Son of Man came what to seek and to save the lost. And so perhaps the most familiar verse in all the Bible, the Apostle John puts it very clearly in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but should have what? Everlasting life. And I love behind me the, the connection between the, the cradle here and the cross because they're intimately connected. Jesus came, but he came for a purpose and a reason. He came to die for you and for me. And so the scriptures tell us that whoever believes in him, what does it mean to believe in him? Well, there, there are two key things. First of all, need to, we need to understand who he is. We need to believe in the person of Jesus, that he is who he claimed to be. It was C.S. Lewis who made this uh, statement, and uh, Josh McDowell quotes it in his book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. C.S. Lewis said, Jesus considered who men believed him to be of fundamental importance. C.S. Lewis, professor at Cambridge University and once an agnostic, wrote, I am trying here to prevent anyone from saying the really foolish thing that people often say about him, that I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic, which his family accused him of being, or else he would be a liar. You must make your choice. He is either who he claimed to be, the Lord of lords and the King of kings, or he was a liar because he claimed to be the Son of God. Or he was a lunatic. 
And so C.S. Lewis doesn't give us a whole lot of wiggle room when it comes to who Jesus is. And so whoever believes, believes that Jesus is the Son of God and not only believes in the person of Christ, but he has to believe, you have to believe in the, the work of Christ. The work of Christ, the finished work of Christ is what? His death, his burial, and his resurrection. And when we believe in him, we believe that who he is and we believe that what, what he did on the cross and in, through his dying on the cross and his shed blood, he paid for your sin and my sin. And when we receive that gift of eternal life, we have the wonderful gift that uh, God has given to us. And the uh, efficacy, the effectiveness of Jesus' death on the cross to pay for our sin debt is 100%. And it doesn't last just for six months. It doesn't last for just a short period of time. And then we have to do it all over again. No, it lasts a lifetime. And Jesus said to the woman at the well, whoever drinks this water at Jacob's well is going to thirst again. But whoever drinks the water that I give, and he's offering the, the, the water of eternal life, they will never, ever thirst again. And so the Apostle Paul closes the Second Corinthians, his letter to the Corinthians, and he says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And I'll just close with Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, some of my favorite verses in all the Bible. Here's how the Apostle Paul puts it. God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Here's the gospel in a nutshell. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's the good news. That's the very reason why Jesus came. Would you join me in, uh, in prayer? And uh, as I pray, maybe our men can uh, make their way to the front. They're going to help uh, serve with uh, uh, communion as well. Lord, we are so grateful that uh, we can sing and rejoice. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. And Lord, thank you for um, the fact that you saw our need and you sent your most precious possession, your son, Jesus, to come down to this world, to live a, a perfect, sinless life, the God-man, and to go all the way to the cross and to bear the sin of the world. And Lord, thank you for uh, the wonderful truth that those of us that that believe in who Jesus is and put our faith and trust in him, we can have the assurance and the gift of eternal life. And Lord, thank you that the effectiveness of that is 100% guaranteed. He that has the Son has life. He that doesn't have the Son doesn't have life. And so, Lord, we thank you for the, the baby in the manger that grew up to be our shepherd, our Savior, and our Redeemer. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.